for an inside look at the state's biggest footy league, it's the Monday Waffle. Welcome back to another week of the Monday Waffle and what we can safely say may very well be the last week of the Monday Waffle for this year, love us or hate us. It is, of course, uh, Will DeFulvio hosting uh, you today for this episode's pod, a podcast described by one loyal fan as not the most professional podcast, but the interviews are okay. I'm joined, of course, by the golden child, Daniel Litchens. Will, thanks for having me. Very excited to be here on the final pod of the year. And of course, I'm joined by the bar setter, the interview getter, Julian Vicentini. How are we? Good, boys. How are we going? Great. Final episode of the Monday Waffle. And the floodgates have opened, boys. It's a very sad day. Well, for some, maybe. <laughs> I'm so, happy. Some of us are <laughs> uh, happy to be leaving the pod behind. But it's been a great season, and I'm looking forward to, to looking back on the season as a whole, as, as together. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, we've got... Uh, all your favourite segments, everything that we usually do, uh, a special feature episode with Lachlan Delahunty from the Subiaco Lions. As we all know, they're your premiers for 2021. Going to be great to have a, a retrospective back on the season with him. Absolutely, and I'll be going through a little bit of a, a special segment later on, just uh, to reminisce in the pod this year, but we'll also see the return of a fan favourite, Teaching Fran Footy. Teaching fan footy as well. How the hell has Fran made a special appearance on the final episode of the Monday Waffle? Because she's learnt so much. <laughs> and at the end of the day, the real footy are the friends you've made along the way. So let's get into it, guys. Plenty coming up in this week's pod. Okay, boys, it is, that's it, the end of the 2021 season. Uh, absolute spectacle played at Optus. Is that the end of the Festival of Footy as well? No, it's just sleeping for now. It lays dormant. It'll be back again soon. But Subiaco Lions winning 13-7-85 against the South Fremantle Bulldogs. Last year's Premiers, unfortunately, could not make it back-to-back, only kicking 5-11-41. And the disposals, Greg Clark, the Simpson medalist, had 26 for the Lions. Harry Marsh with 25, Will Hickmott with 23, and Angus Dewar with 20. On the South Fremantle side, Toby McQuilkin in the sleeves had 20 disposals. George Wessels and Tom Bletchenden with 17. And Jacob Dragovich, Brock Higgins, Glenn Byron and Jason Mascos all with 17. In terms of the goals for the Lions, Harry Marsh kicked three. Greg Clark, Will Hickmott and Brandon Materia all kicked two. And for the Bulldogs, we had singles to Tom Bletchenden, Aiden Hall, Mason Shaw, Travis Abbott and Jesse Motlop. And just quickly going back on that, Hickmott and Marsh doing absolutely incredible jobs up there in the forward line. I reckon Simpson Medal could have gone to either one of those two, with Subi winning, of course. Both um, incre- incredibly worthy players. And Harrison Marsh as well. I mean, he was fantastic with 25 disposals and three goals in mm. the midfield. Um, I think we actually saw the Premiership quarter in full force. I mean, the third quarter was four goals, two to nothing from mm-hmm. South Fremantle. So that third quarter, the Premiership quarter in full force. And... The Waffle hit 29,000. I think it was just under 30. 29,000. 29,879. There you go. So huge congratulations to the whole Waffle Commission. And yeah, what a big day of footy it was. It was huge. And just look, looking at that premiership quarter, I mean, it was only nine points of difference at halftime. But Greg Clark came out. He got a massive bump in the shoulder in the second quarter. Went upstairs a little bit early before halftime. Came out and scores two goals in the first 10 minutes of the quarter. 
Huge. What did you say, Dan? Game changer. What happened upstairs? <laughs> what happened upstairs? I don't know. It was Mr. Miyagi doing the, <laughs> the clap. <laughs> doing the clap. But he was he was unbelievable, and that quarter just showed how good Subi are. And I think the, well, one of the good things as well, the whole point was like, the whole talk was the what's Greg Clark going to do? Lee Kitchen, Marsh, etc. Then all of a sudden, in the, in the second term, when the game's in the balance, you get a young player like Will Hickmott standing up and kicking two goals in the midfield, and he had... 20 or 25 touches in the game as well 23 to be exact so yeah it's just a great it was a great day from the midfield yeah and um, we really see where Subi won they're big players I mean going in we knew Harry Marsh Greg Clark Lee Kitchen if they all stood up they would win and they did and on the South Freo side, you know, you expected people like Schloith, Matty Parker to stand up and they just didn't we didn't see much out of them at all and so I think that's that's where Subi won the game. The players that needed to stand up did stand up. But to give them credit, I mean, South Freo did have their, their shining moments as well. I mean, McQuilkin playing that sweeping role across the half-back uh, line, uh, really holding the team together there. And that second quarter, they put on an absolute just... They just kept peppering uh, the, the Subi's forward line there. Their defence just absolutely not letting anything go. Um, I actually calculated the pressure gauge. They were sitting at 260 <laughs> at one point, and Subi had dropped down to 110. Okay, if you want, me, if you want me to get into it, I'll, I might do a special episode next week. But you, you're good at mathematical possibilities, Will. <laughs> <laughs> but South Rio were absolutely incredible. I reckon if they if they weren't in times, they were they were quite good. If they weren't running so injured, this might have been a very different result. You know, if you had your likes of Dylan May in there, um, it would have been a, a different story. Jules, let's talk about Greg Clark. <laughs> Friend of the show. <laughs> Friend of Jules. He doesn't know your name, mate. Mate, I just hope... Well, Greg Clark, I tipped him in the last pod, tipped him on the Waffle Live show, so I know a bit about footy, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Greg Clark, I mean, the 26 and the two goals, he has to... Players like him have to get some AFL interest from this. I mean, he's 24 years of age. 14 tackles as well. 14 tackles. He's an absolute bull in the midfield. And, yeah, I mean... I hope, like, for, for Subi's sake, they'd love for him to stay there, but I'm sure all the boys at Subiaco don't want him there next season in the nicest way possible. They want him playing AFL. I mean, he's that good of a player, and he's trained that all season. He was only, I think, five votes off the Sandover poll in the top three or four. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, Greg Clark was fantastic on the day and really stood up in that third term, as you mentioned earlier, Dan. Speaking of the Simpson medalist, I managed to get a quick chat with him after the game. Greg Clark. You've made it. You did the premiership again. How's it feel, mate? Yeah, unbelievable. Um, I think added to that is where we've come from last year. To get back to where we wanted to be is unbelievable. I'm so happy. So, yeah, I'll, um, we're going to soak it in for a few days, that's for sure. A big moment for the club. That's five in eight years. Yeah. It's a huge legacy. How's it feel to be a part of it? Unbelievable. Yeah. To, uh, to be a part of this club and just the culture that constantly gets us back here. Um, it's a testament to itself. We've got a lot of young boys coming to this team, no matter who plays in this system, we seem to make it work, so yeah. And yourself, two goals, Simpson medal, they're going to start calling it clink now? Uh, I don't think so, I don't think so. I think there's a few other people at the club who deserve a lot more than I do, so I might have to bail, mate. I reckon we're going to go sing the hey, song. Mario, thanks for your time. Thanks, mate. Cheers. I think just as a whole, the whole day, the whole game was just, it was an absolute spectacle. I, when I think of the uh, the whole game, I always go back to that goal that Jesse Motlop kicked, um, where it just popped in over the top, went into the goal square, and just out of nowhere, you just see the boot flick up, and he just he just suckers it in, and it just it just spun in. It was just it was just electrifying stuff for the whole day. I mean, the first and second quarters, it was neck and neck, and then you know eventually, of course, it, you ran away with it in the second half. But I think it's, it was such a good and it's so good to see league footy like state footy, uh, just getting such a big turnout like that. It was incredible.
but it was a big day for Optus. Uh, how did Resi's and Colts go? Well, the Resi game was played first, and Subiaco lost by the six points to Perth, 51-45, to and... People were saying, was that a bad omen for the grand final? But it clearly wasn't in the end. And then the Colts game was played afterwards and Swan Districts winning 86-78. to 78. So congratulations to those sides and what was a big day of footy off the stadium, as you said. Fantastic. And there you have it. That is our grand final wrap. Teaching Fran Footy. You know that jingle... You know her answers, but you don't know her story. Francesca Danuccio, how are you? I'm great, Will. Thanks for having me on again, the favourite segment. We are going to make sure that you have learnt all there is to learn. We are going to make sure, well and truly, that we have taught Fran footy. I reckon we just get straight into it because the people don't have time to waste. I think you might be disappointed in yourself that you actually haven't taught me I wake up every morning <laughs> and I'm proud of myself, Fran, but I, I'm, I hope I'm proud. I'm proud of you as well. You? Don't change that, okay? okay. Come I on, love the believe faith. in yourself. I love the faith. Let's do it. Um, we've each written a couple of questions for you. We're going to go around the circle and we're going to ask you these questions. Okay. Question number one. Super easy one. We're going to start them off light. Name a player from each club. What? <laughs> Name a waffle player that's from gonna each take, club. Can someone give me a list of uh, clubs? Well, okay. Let's start off with question number <laughs> zero then. to begin then. with. Name right. the ten clubs. <laughs> All right. Hold on, hold on. Let me just get the budget here. Okay. Thank you, Dan, for that. Okay. Subiaco. Greg Clark. Okay. South Frio. Schlensog. Hey! <laughs> What's his first name? Or Schleuth. <laughs> I don't know their first names. <laughs> Claremont. Callan, England. West Perth. Aaron Black. Swan Districts. <laughs> Pass. No. East Rio. Pass. <laughs> Peel Thunder. Trey Bennell. That's true. You can check that. East Perth. Pass. <laughs> Perth. <laughs> Wait, who does Aiden play for? <laughs> oh, Aiden, I really hope you don't listen Aiden's to the pod this week. <laughs> you suck. Aiden went, went out of his way to teach you footy, right? He said nothing but nice Perth, things Perth, about Perth. you. West Perth. What are you oh. doing? Stop talking. <laughs> East Perth. Okay, East do you know what? I'm pulling the pin on this. Hold this on. is more embarrassing and than West I thought Coast. it was. Who cares about West Coast? Oh, God. They're this is a dumpster fire of a Okay, oh. and that's you it. You can't insult that many clubs in that short a time. <laughs> Aiden I Lynch, we, we apologise for a friend's performance. Mic drop. It's all right. I love you, Aiden Lynch. It's fine. Don't I do you want to say, Fran, you're, you're reading that off the budget. If you look to the left, there's yeah, no, that team Yeah, I was of the trying year. my hardest to strategically <laughs> move my eye to see the players. Matthew Jupp, East Frio. There you go. Oh, that came to you in a dream. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that's zero, that's zero out of one. Jules, thanks. Oh, all right, here we go. Nice, easy one for you, Fran. Okay. Who won the Simpson medal at the game? Greg Clark. Right there right. Right. There we go. You, you, Fran, you were there. I was there. Would have been fortunate if I got that wrong. Almost um, as unfortunate as naming... Not all My child, Greg Clark. No, <laughs> that's not unfortunate. That's Fran, actually a great thing. Fran, okay. this is a real footy question now. When you're hand-passing the ball, what direction do the laces face? What? Yeah. That's when you're handballing the ball. What direction do the laces face? The direction of the person you're passing it to? I'm sorry, no, it's up. It's up. It's the laces up. face what? up. Did you not learn anything from Lynch? Aiden Lynch taught you no, the laces face up. No, didn't no, he didn't. We'd have video footage of him teaching that. That's okay, fine. he might have. I wasn't there. I Fran, was there, but I wasn't there. This is another This is another footy question, okay. uh, surprisingly, on teaching Fran footy. How far back off the mark are you allowed to run? 
She takes a mark. <coughs> How far back are you allowed to run? What are we talking in meters? Like you picked a unit. <laughs> if would you do it in watermelons, if that helps. Oh gosh, I don't know. How far back off the mark are you allowed to run? A little bit. <laughs> Look, you know what? I'll actually give it to you there because I did say you could pick the units. Yeah, you can run as far back bit. as you want. Just a little bit. I also have got a little feeling bit. if you run to the other end of the ground. A lot of bit. That's my answer. Lock God. it in, Eddie. Does anyone else want this segment to end more than I do? I've got the next one, Will. What is Aiden Lynch's Instagram handle? Well, I don't know the underscores in the right place, but can I just give you the title? Mm-hmm. Lunchbox. And I believe it's with a double X as well. So Correct. Wow. Yes, indeed. <laughs> why, why is it called Lunchbox? <laughs> why is it called Lunchbox? I'll tell you that later, Jules. Okay. <laughs> and the final question, Fran. What is the Monday Waffle? What is the Monday waffle? What is the Monday waffle? I mean, what is the it, Monday waffle? What is it really? Um, might just be the friends we make along the way. Oh, she has oh, done knows. She has knows. She knows. She much. listened to the start of this episode before we released it. <laughs> and the first one of the season. Wrap, your, wrap your head around that. Fran, you got two out of uh, seven questions right there. <laughs> you haven't taught, you haven't learned anything Average. about footy, but you've learned plenty about friendship. Yes. Thank you so much yes, for joining us this year on the Monday Waffle. It's been a pleasure. Stay away from ovals, please, for your own health and safety. And footy. Teaching yeah. friend footy. Good afternoon. This is your captain speaking. Coming up on the left. His high ball to half four is a huge one to win. Gets closed down. We'll kick virtually on the side. Oh, that's your mark of the season so far. Awesome. We fight one more round. We get knocked down. We get up. We fight one oh, more round. Is. Come on. Yes. So it's it's the it's the Monday after the grand final. Uh, we thought we'd be it's it, it. You have to set up an interview with with one of the the absolute stars of the of the day. There, call Lachlan Delahunty. Try try to get a chat with him. He's only done. At what every journalist dreams about, and he's pulled in two other superstars with him. We're joined by Lachlan Delahunty, Chad Harris, and Lee Kitchen, all on one line. What? How is this going to work, boys? Just fire away, mate. The boys are excited. <laughs> First of all, boys, huge congratulations on the win. What was the feeling like as soon as the final siren sounded? Yeah, it's special. It's um, everyone always says when you when you feel like you've actually won the granny, but. It's not until that siren goes. It's a nervous energy right up to that point because a lot of things can go wrong. So um, a lot of emotions, actually. It was a big week for the club with, with Magic. So, yeah, it was mixed emotions all around. Lee, you, are, you won the coin toss there at the very start and you guys, uh, you didn't stop losing from there. Did you have a good feeling the second that you pointed towards the, uh, the Swan River side of the ground? <laughs> it was a good one to win because it was blowing a fair bit and particularly in the first half, it felt like it was going straight down the middle of the ground. So, yeah, it was a nice one to get away with a, an early win. And, um, you know, we didn't start really well, so it's probably important that we we were kicking uh, were kicking with it to make it a little bit harder to see after the score. Uh, Lee, uh, it was a big talking point during the week was the battle of the midfield. And Subiaco's midfield was quite outstanding. I mean, Clark kicked a couple of goals, and so was Hickmont, and so did Marsh. So tell me about the midfield battle on the day. That was brilliant, Lena. I think... Uh, the first half, we struggled to get our hands on the ball as a midfield group, and uh, yeah, we just couldn't we couldn't get couldn't, couldn't get our game going. Sorry, guys. Uh, but after half time, I think obviously Greg had a huge third quarter. Um, Chatty sitting next to me had a huge quarter as well, and, and Marshy Marshy had a great game the whole game. I think he probably and, and Will actually Will Hickman probably kicked us in it in the first half. He had two uh, really important goals, and, and they were really good. So first half, I felt like they were probably getting the better of us. 
uh, but after half time we lifted and it was good to see Maxi Walters get to play a fair bit of time through the middle as well and he did a really good job for us in around contest. You guys managed to keep the Dogs scoreless in the third term and only two goals in the second half altogether. Um, you guys, you seem to nullify a lot of their players. Schloith, Parker didn't have much of a, a, a play. Um, Toby McQuirkin was their top disposals. I think he only got it because he had sleeves on. Um, but how did you work about <laughs> nullifying these great players? <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Uh, it's a big message. They, the names you've mentioned are all really good players. So we, we were making sure that we had the right players um, go in and play roles on those on those, on those players and they did a really good job Liam Hickmont has been probably the more notable one to go to Sloyth and, and Bolton in previous weeks and yeah did a fantastic job I think he's come a long way in that, in that role and being able to nullify certain players So now between the three of you how many how many time premierships have we got all up? Is it over ten? Uh, what have we got? Five, four, nine, ten there's ten ten between us Far out Do you reckon that, that that's probably the, the most um Probably the most premierships on one podcast, I reckon. So the 10 between you guys <laughs> we'll take that. and zero from us, but that's still double digits, so we'll take that. <laughs> how, do, how does this premiership rank uh, among the, uh, the rest of them? Uh, for me, I, I think this is probably one of the most notable because, you know, coming into the season, I think it was pretty well noted, um, particularly in the media, that we may not have had the list of previous years. And um, I think one of the, the articles noted that, that previous years that, that Bo had been handed the Ferrari and that Ferrari was no longer... Um, the Ferrari that once was. So I think the list we had and, and Ferrari again. Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think the list we had and, and you know, after last year not making finals, a lot of people doubted us and I think not too many people thought we were chance until probably two weeks ago. So this one for me and then probably the week probably added to that as well with, with Magic and, and a few other things in the background. So for mine it's definitely this one. I don't know you two boys. Well Chatty obviously this is for you, I hope. Yeah, it's my first uh first league one. I was um so fortunate to be a part of. So I um, I got dropped for the one back home, but uh, for this, yeah, to be my first league uh, grand final, I'm pretty stoked to uh, have made the move over from Victoria and uh, played it with uh, 22 great people. You count yourself as one of them, though. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you got to make it. You were there. You were there. for for Richmond Tigers and likes to let everybody know so he could snap oh, that email. Right. Well done, Chatty. <laughs> 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 uh, now, Chad, just focusing on you for a moment, it is your first year with the Lions. You've moved over. Your original club was Sorrento over in Victoria, which is not the Sorrento that Jules uh, knows and loves here in WA. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's, it, what's it been like here in, in WA? Oh, mate, it's um, second to none. I, honestly, like the whole club's been amazing. Um, I didn't think it'd be like this when I got here. I was I didn't really want to make the move, to be honest. After I signed the contract, I was pretty nervous getting over because I'm just, um, I'm such a mummy's boy and didn't want to leave mum. But um, <laughs> I didn't have the points. Yeah, we didn't have the points. But um, now the club's been like a second family, and they all first family over here. Um, the bloke's next to me, Landauer. I uh, sent him a message on uh, Thursday or Friday night just to uh, thank him and how much I appreciate their, um, the way they tucked me in under their wings and um, supported me. It's been awesome. Now, boys, oh, I couldn't help but look at some of your Instagrams on the weekend post-game and tell me about what the hell was going on at Leadable Oval, the Ferrari and the horses on the track. <laughs> Ferrari. <laughs> no, there's too much carry-on. There's far too much carry-on. Was it, was, context, now, we're in, a, we're in a truck driving around Perth at the moment trying to get more snaps with our kit off and, and super gear on, so we're carrying on far too much. We know it. But, yeah, yesterday was a was a huge day. There was horses, Ferrari, again, a Ferrari. Um <laughs> Who else was best dressed? We had Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, everyone, everyone really made the effort. Well, there, there was vision of there was vision of your coach Bo Wardman coming out of the Ferrari. Was that his? 
Oh, you'd like to say it, it is his, but um, I think it might be one of his colleagues or one of his clients, to be honest. Uh, uh, guys, did uh, did the throw get bogged? I mean, the level level is a bit of a mud pit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, mate, how's the council going to respond to that one? I don't think we got permission, so I'm waiting for the notice from them. But uh, well, both. He's in the so he can't get done. Yeah, okay. It's his four clients, so okay. uh, he certainly um, was probably best on, I guess, today. So, guys, um, let's let's talk the future. Um, Subiaco have had an absolutely incredible last decade. Um, you guys have been in, you know, more more grand finals than we see Baz on TV. So, <laughs> what do you, what, what, where do you guys see yourselves in the club uh, going next season? Well, I'm done, so I'll hand over to Kitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're still working on Lachlan. I hope it's not his last season, but hopefully more of the same, guys. I think uh, on the back of... Going back a year ago, we had the opportunity to play a lot of younger guys, step up and really uh, own their roles within the side. So I think it would be great to see them continue to develop. And we are a pretty young list outside a few older heads. Um, so I think, yeah, we're in a pretty healthy position. We had uh, a great year again in the reserves. So they fell a goal short, obviously, um, on Saturday, which is a shame to see. But, I mean, they made us very proud the way they acquitted themselves through the last through the whole final series or the way they turned up and played through duress and um, they were brilliant so no, I think we're in a pretty bright spot and hopefully as boys continue to get those opportunities and take them we can we can be near the top of the ladder and competing at this time of year now Lockie I have to go back to what you just said age 30 five flags are you hanging up the boots I haven't called it yet but it would be a little fairy tale to finish on I think you should have got a name in the writings on the wall but um it is a, it's a fun week and you sort of get drawn back in. So I won't rule it out completely, but I'll certainly need the summer and most of pre-season to think about it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> sure, surely, look, I'll say what I say at every single concert I ever go to. One more song. <laughs> one, <laughs> one more one song. More. Come on. Like, Encore. Encore. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just drawing it out so that I feel wanted again. So uh, I'm sure, the, boy, I'm sure the boys will, I'm sure the boys will make you feel wanted, Lachlan. Uh, all of you guys, <laughs> enjoy the week. Um, Make sure that you know the good times keep rolling. It's a fantastic thing you've done. It was an absolute spectacle last Saturday. Uh, thanks so much for the season. Thanks for joining us here on the Monday Waffle. And uh, just take care of yourselves, all right? <laughs> yeah, we certainly will. Thanks, boys. Hey, guys. boys. Well done, Great too. Great year on the, on the Waffle. You guys did a brilliant job. I'm not going to give this anything more than it needs to have, Dan. I don't know what this is. It scares me. What's going on? Well, uh, as you said a few rounds ago on the pod, Will, this is what you said. Plunkett, it is time for our next week tips. You know what we never do? We never go back and see how many tips we got right. I don't want to see. I prefer ignorance. Always look, ignorance is bliss. Oh, you prefer to always look forward. I appreciate that. No, I reckon in the next coming episodes, what we should do is we should go back, have a listen to all of our tips and see how we'll be doing. Well, Will, it's time to look back on every single pod and see I knew those who words would got the tips right, who is the best tipper. And Hayley Plunkett is joining us. Wow. She is the master of the tips. So, can Am you, I really the master, though? We'll you find are, out. You are the master of the tips. So can you please tell us and give as much fanfare as you can who won the tipping for the waffle this year? So surprisingly, you guys are in the top three. Hey! Oh. Hang on a second. We're friends now. <laughs> but we'll, we'll just preface this. It is your accuracy, so it doesn't matter how many times you've tipped. Oh, I like that. Yeah, because there's some people that have tipped four times for this whole... Yeah, wow. Well, they should have rocked up. They should have rocked up more. That is Indeed. so true. Anyway, coming in third place with 69.2%. That better be me. It is Will. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and I'm the real winner. And I am the real winner. 
in second place. Ooh, I'm nervous. On 72%. Ooh, marginal. 10% lower than first placed on 82%. Wow. So not a close game. Anyway, on second place is Dan. Wow. Oh, Vicentini. Jules got 82%. I'd like to dedicate this uh, honour to Greg Clark, my mum, my dad, <laughs> and uh, Greg Clark. <laughs> anyway, so the last, the person that came last was me. But <laughs> Nine out of 22 tips, Hayley. Oh, like, so it was 40%. Uh, 40%. But... But I did win our footy tipping for AFL. You did by by one. Who, tip. Ca- who cares about the AFL now? Back to. The but <laughs> I just wanted to say that I may have come last here, but I did win something. So what, what was our winning percentage? Eighty-two. Jules, you got twenty-four out of twenty-nine. Uh, you only tipped out of twenty-nine games. I tipped thirty-six out of fifty. That's a lot of games. I'm yeah, I even tipped twenty-two. So I don't know why you didn't tip that many games when you're on basically every second pod. So there you have it, guys. I'm not only just Julian the winner, but basically, come to the Monday Waffle uh, season in, season out. We give the best analysis, the best results, and the best tips. I, I don't know why I'm yes. guessing up next year. I've never even met them before. Maybe we'll be back. I think we will. Probably. Well, I, I hope not. Stick around like a bad smell. But there you have it, guys. So Julian Vicentini, big round of applause for him. And um, I think we've done well. Well done. <laughs> If you're loving the Monday Waffle podcast, make sure you head to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Monday Waffle for more awesome content. And while you're there, give us a like. Boys, that is it for this season. That is it for this podcast for the year. It's been a wild ride. We've had COVID. We've had upsets. We've had downsets. We've had trades. We've had people going to the AFL. We've had people coming back and playing all the way to the grand final and unfortunately not coming back through. And out of all those trades, Will DeFulvio still never managed to find a list. I don't know why. I'm th- pretty sure you are in the mid-season draft, I, th- I thought Will was going to go pick three in the mid-season draft. Yeah, you thought with my height and just my naturally nasally voice, uh, I would have found my way onto a team, but no. Yeah, well, boys, I'd like to say a massive thank you to both of you. You've been fantastic all year. To all our presenters here on the Monday Waffle, I wish I could name them. I can't because I don't remember. I can. Francesca Danuccio, Haley Plunkett, Sam Elliott, Cameron Carr, Adelaide Williams, Adam DiTullio, Bianca Carboni, thank you, and uh, Phoebe Murray. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Uh, that's all. That's everyone, right? That, 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 you did very well. You did very well. Julian Mould doesn't count. He was in, he was in the first episode. Do we count, Jay? Yeah, Jay, you get a special shout-out, mate. Uh, you did leave us like after that first week, but hey, you were here. You put in the yards. Thanks, everyone, and thank you for listening. And yes, and also one final from me. Thank you very much to you two boys and everyone else. And simply, we came to do what we did, and we did it. Thanks, Jules. <laughs> we did. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this season on the Monday Waffle. It's been a, a fantastic year of footy. I uh, hope you still get around your clubs. Uh, get on out there. Uh, like our socials still at the Monday Waffle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You don't know what the rest of the year is going to uh, unfold. And if you haven't seen our live panel show yet, the Monday Waffle Live, make sure you check that out on our Facebook page and YouTube. It's a lot of fun talking to Lee Kitchen, Mason Shaw, and Bailey Rogers, the Sandover medalist. And the Subi boys are still out in the prowl having a good time. If you see them in the street, go say good day and go hassle Greg Clark. Who knows what the rest of the year is going to bring us, guys. So stay tuned. We might come out with a very special episode if something big happens. But uh, until then, look after yourself. And as always, strap your ankles. Thanks for listening to the Monday Waffle, proudly brought to you by the students from ECU Broadcasting. The interview getter... The bar setter, the jet setter, 
the woman netter. <laughs> Julian Fisher. <laughs> 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 okay, oh, sorry, sorry, Julian. Okay, all right, and.